Welcome to the Church Solutions Podcast, brought to you by JSL Solutions. The Church Solutions Podcast is designed to help equip you and your church in the use of technology and other tools and services. And now, here are your hosts, Steve Lacey and Phil Thompson. Hey folks, and welcome to another edition of the Church Solutions Podcast. Hi, I'm Steve Lacey. And my name is Phil Thompson. We welcome you to our weekly podcast. Thank you so much for spending some time with us. Our podcast is uh, produced by JSL Solutions. We are a tech company. And what do we do here, Steve? We provide uh, several products for the churches, all ministry related. Uh, We provide the streamingchurch.tv streaming platform. The Church App Live, which is uh, mobile apps for churches, as well as uh, MyFluck.com, which has a um, web management as well as a church management system built in. And we uh, we talk about on this podcast tech-related things, but not always tech-related things, because Steve and I, uh, as well as others involved in our company, are very much involved in our local churches and very much uh, seasoned and actually involved in leadership for many years. And I have a pastoral background, and Steve, you have all sorts of uh, church ministry stuff backgrounds. And so we talk about a lot of different subjects. So thanks for being here with us. And today, we're going to talk about a subject, uh, we've titled this, Fighting Back from Failure. Right. And we, there is a tech part of this that we will mention. There is a little bit of a tech piece that falls into this topic. There's actually, last week we talked about leadership. So there's an element of this that that ties into that leadership um, piece as well. It really does. And we have a heart for people. We have a heart for pastors. We have a heart for people involved in church work, volunteer work. And so that's why we cover a lot of these different topics. But failure is something we all experience to some degree, right? I mean, I've made mistakes. I've blown it in things. I've failed in in, uh, some financial endeavors. I've failed in... uh, I don't know if I really failed technically in a business endeavor, but I've, uh, and I'm, you know, I, when it comes to ministry, I don't think I've really ever failed, failed permanently, but I've had setbacks. Right. And so, yeah, uh, the, the tie in to the leadership piece of this is if you haven't failed, you know, from a, in a leadership perspective, that means you're really not pushing the envelope. Yeah. Um, you're playing it, you know, you're, you're back and you're playing it safe. You're not extending your, yeah, you're not uh, yeah extending yourself to your full potential because you will experience some failure, and failure is the healthy thing mm-hmm. that um, that's going to happen. And it's it's really a matter of how you treat the failure. That's right. Uh, I can remember speaking of failures. Uh, I remember I was the executive pastor actually at your church at one point, uh, many many years ago, and uh, I remember our senior pastor said, "You know, I don't this. I want this staff to be able to take risks and let's go forward and let's not play it safe." And and I, I expect one decent failure from you a week. <laughs> and so the next week I came to his office. I said, "Steve," or I said, uh, "Jeff," I said, uh, "I just made a little mistake in the accounting. We have a five thousand dollar failure." <laughs> <laughs> so he got what he wanted. <laughs> and I kept my job, too, believe it or not. Well, but, accounting's so, not an area you're going to want to do too much failing in. <laughs> yeah, that, that can come back to bite you. 
So, yeah, so uh, we're, we're joking around this, but, but uh, again, failure can come from all sorts of degrees. So if you're listening to this, uh, it could be some minor things. It could be some major things. Uh, some people, when they think of ministers that have failures, a lot of stuff that pops in your mind is moral failures, and we can cover that a little bit, uh, but there's, o- there's other kinds of fa- failures as well. So why don't we just jump into it? Let's give you some five, let's give you five steps right. uh, that can help you uh, get some successful restoration so to speak right or how to how to use failure to your benefit exactly that's a good that's a good title maybe we should use that as the title for this podcast so what's the first thing that we should consider if you've if you've goofed up somehow so the first thing is to basically get some rest or 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 take a break step away for a little while get some rest you know what this is something a lot of people don't consider but it's really important for you to really consider this because in, in in nearly every failure situation I've seen or been in, the person who who falls or who has a mistake or has some kind of a failure, you get worn out of it. You just get worn out. You get exhausted emotionally, right? As well as physically, right? So and, you need some time to kind of step away and and recover yeah. from what's been going on. Yeah, and and there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, uh, and it could be it could be short term rest. Uh, it could be just as simple as, you know, maybe depending again on the extent of your failure, it could maybe just be a week, you know, or it could be longer. It just depends again on, on what kind of the situation it is. But, but, you know, when you have a setback, sometimes, uh, I think it's Rick Warren who says, sometimes, uh, if you're having a rough day, sometimes the best course of action is to go take a nap. <laughs> and, and there's really some truth to that. So again, depending on what kind of a setback you've had, uh, you might want to take some rest that's long-term. I remember when I was a senior pastor, we'd actually had a church split and uh, I'm not sure I was really, I wasn't really responsible for the church split, but it took, it drained me emotionally and physically. And one of the advice I got from one of my pastoral friends who was kind of one of my counselors who mentors said, you know what, you need to take a sabbatical, take a year off, I think is what he initially said. I didn't do it. I should have. I should have at least taken some kind of a sabbatical. Uh, but uh, so getting rest really does make a difference in how you perceive things, how you feel. And, 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 and getting back on track. All right. Exactly. So what's the next step? So that's the first, that's the first step so, when so it comes to get some to, rest or take a break or kind of step away from the situation for a little while. Exactly. Yeah. Gather your thoughts. Yeah. So the next would be to give up the victim card. You know, it is easy, especially if you're involved in ministry and you have so many people in, involved in, in, in what you're doing, you know, because ministry is all about people. I mean, anything in life is business or ministry, but it's very easy sometimes to, you know, there's other people involved in, in sometimes in the mistake. You, you may not be the only person that goofed up on something. And so it's easy to say, well, you know what? It's her fault or it's, it's, it's really their fault. I have very little to play in this issue. Right. So, you know, you, you, you kind of want to push it off the old joke about, you know, it's, it's Adam and Eve, you know, they're the well, ones that this can, everything up. Yeah. This kind of ties into, you could, you could equally say, don't play the blame game with this. Right. You don't want to blame, um, other people and you don't want to, you know, play the victim card as well. Like, Oh my, all is lost. Right. It's all because I am incompetent or, or whatever, you know, that sort of thing. 
Yeah, or they treated, you know, again, if you're in ministry and you and you and maybe some members of your congregation have, you know, dumped on you or blamed you for things or 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 they actually had a big part in the problem, it's easy to say, well, I was a victim in this situation, you know. And as you said, the blame thing is is easy to do too. So, uh really here's again, we're talking about how you can kind of get out of failure mode, how you can get re- restoration, how you can move forward. Uh the best thing to do is is take responsibility for what you for what you're responsible for. Right. We're not exactly. saying you take responsibility for everybody else's mistakes. We're not saying that we're saying though, that for what you, your part of the issue, take full responsibility for your part of yeah. the problem. And this ties into, I mean, this is a leadership principle as well. Um, if you're the leader of a church and something doesn't go you know, the way you anticipated, it's, you need to step up and say, no, it was, it wasn't my you know children's pastor that failed in this arena. I failed because you know I didn't equip the children's pastor. Whatever, whatever the situation Could would be, be. Mm-hmm. you're ultimately you know responsible for the failure uh, through your leadership, either something you didn't do and did or didn't do. Right. So yeah, that's part of taking responsibility. Now you don't have to linger in that forever, but you definitely got to take responsibility for it and, and move on for it. So uh, as we continue on here, and some helpful steps. Uh, for you. Ho- hopefully this will help you. Maybe you can share it with somebody else as well. Uh, the bottom line is, is as you move forward here, you really need to, the third point would be, you know, why did this happen? Find out why this mistake, this failure, this, whatever it might've been, whatever situation it was that caused you to goof up or to fail, you know, discover, do a, you know, find out why it happened. Yeah. And so what you basically would want to do is rewind the clock and see what, you know, evaluate what went in and then what actions you could have taken differently to avoid that. Because the whole goal of this thing is you want to go through these failures and learn from them so that you don't do them again. So the number one thing would be to find out exactly why it happened and look at the scenario and try to identify the things that you possibly could have done differently or uh, gotten involved differently to, um, you know, prevent that for the, you know, from happening in the future. And that could take, uh, th- that, that pr- could probably involve uh, having some trusted people in your life that you can share some things with, because sometimes we have what I call myopia. Uh, we're nearsighted sometimes when we have issues and problems, we don't necessarily see the full picture. And it's sometimes very difficult to do that. But, uh, again, if you can bring in some trusted people, that you're friends with somebody that's going to be honest with you, not somebody that's necessarily going to side with you on everything, but somebody can, can get an unbiased feedback, unbiased perspective on that situation. So what happened here? Why did I goof up? What, what went wrong here? And, and really kind of take it, take a look at it uh, with some help and decide, okay, you know, the old saying is it's, it's, it's always good to learn from your mistakes and that's important, but it's also good to learn from other people's mistakes too. <laughs> so, uh, if you can get some help from some other people that maybe have gone down the same path you have and have ran across the same problems or same obstacles, that's so helpful because again, it's just easy sometimes when you're caught up in something to just not see yeah, the, the whole picture, thing, the right. whole thing. And so by, by getting a little bit of a, the find out how it happened or why it happened, it's real important. And as you said, Steve, you, you just, you know, you don't want to see the whole thing happen again, depending on what it is. It could be just something minor, but you keep making the same goofy things, goofy mistakes. You know, you're not going to go forward in your life or your ministry or whatever it might be. Right. So, exactly. Yeah. All right. So, so here's uh, the next point is uh, 
Uh, and this is uh, this is an article actually. I, I, we've taken some of this stuff from uh, uh, an article here, a ministry. I think it's uh, Vandebloemen. I think is is how you pronounce his name. Uh, it's a ministry that that really uh, works with other churches, and, and so we're taking some of these tips from. Uh, from uh, another writer here, but I think it's very important, and that is the next step is building a firewall. And we're not talking necessarily about a tech-related thing, although we're going to bring in a tech, some so- tech software into this, but building a firewall. Can you explain a little bit about what that so means? I think the, the point behind this is you want to ensure that this won't happen again. This kind of ties into um, point. Yeah, the, the point we made previously is if you can identify what the issue was, and then you can set up some um, some things, reminders, some things to consider as you move forward to avoid you know, a similar result that you have here. So you basically want to put some things in place that will prevent the mistake or the failure from happening again. And and that involves also again relationships. And if you're out there, you know, if you're a leader, a pastor, a, a volunteer, and you don't really have at least a couple people in your life that you can bounce things off of and have relationship with you're really missing out you're 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 missing out you're missing out of the benefit of having some friends uh, i don't know exactly how to tell you how to get that in a hurry it takes time to build relationships it takes time to make friends that you can trust and, and you know i've been involved in ministry for a long time on the pastoral end so i know it's not easy you know you're out there you're trying to work with a church and uh, you can't just share your life with anybody because they they can it can come back to haunt you. I mean, even if you got your control in areas of your life, if you share weaknesses with people, sometimes it can come back to bite you. All right. It depends on the relationship you have with the person. And right. Yeah. Definitely, you want to uh, extend your private self to the point where you can trust the other person. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so what I'm getting at is is we what we're saying here when we say build a firewall. Uh, so this, so that this won't happen again. Uh, we're also saying that's not always easy because you have to do it with relationships for the most part and, and find out, okay, how can we prevent whatever this situation is from coming up again? Uh, so when we talk about failure, again, there's all sorts of things that come to mind. It could be financial failure in your life. It could be an area of ministry that it didn't work out right. You know, you had the, you hired somebody that didn't work out and you had to fire them. And, and as you said earlier, the, the big part of that is also your responsibility and not always. I mean, sometimes you hire people and they, they do things that are just totally unexpected, but sometimes, you know, I, I've worked with some churches where they would bring people on staff and they just didn't really vet them very well. They just didn't know what they were getting. They didn't really analyze their weaknesses or their strengths, you know, and, we get somebody that doesn't do well. Well, honestly, it may not be their fault. We put them in a situation where we didn't help them or didn't, or right. maybe that wasn't even a good fit. Right. So I'm getting a little bit off track here. No, but but it, the, what you're getting at here is, is you want to be able to set up. So you've, you've, you've identified an area where maybe you're not strong in that's caused the right. failure, and you want to set up an accountability partner right. that, uh, you know, that would go beyond just yourself to say, hey, I have a tendency towards, you know, X. Um, could you, you know, be my accountability partner and, right. and kind of keep me in line with that? Yeah. So one of the, I guess the, you know, there's tying into the tech-related element of that. I actually have a, a very good friend of mine from high school that um, 
He's not a full-time, I guess everyone is a full-time minister, but he's not a full-time minister with the church. But he has a ministry that is actually, we're hosting on our servers now, called Pure for a Purpose. Pure and for a Purpose. Pure for okay. a Purpose, and it is related to porn. Wow. It's yeah. uh, a or porn addiction. Okay. And so he has a real heart for reaching out with men. It's kind of the unspoken thing that people don't, you know, a lot of guys don't, don't talk about or right. admit to, but a lot of people have issues with porn. So there's been some tech solutions in that arena that have to do with um, setting up such as, you know, accountability partners mm-hmm. and that sort of thing. Yeah. Covenant Eyes is is one of those um, one of those tech-related things we're talking about here. Covenant Eyes, uh, it's not free, but for a price, you can set things up where um, I believe what it does is it will, if you have an accountability partner, I'm not sure they will provide one. Maybe they will, but like if you have a, a, a friend of yours that you can trust and, and you, you know, let's say you have an area, an issue with porn, pornography, uh, you know, you can make them a part of this Covenant Eyes program. And so uh, when you're surfing the web, you know, and, and, it, and you happen to, to pop in one of these X-rated sites, uh, it will send your accountability partner a notice and saying, you know, uh, I don't even know what it says. I, I've never used it. We, I know when I was in ministry at a church, we talked about using it with one person, and it, we just never did. But it will give, it will help the other person keep you accountable. Right, exactly. And you can, you know, it can be your wife or your spouse or, or whatever. It, you know, it could be anybody you choose. But covenant eyes is something you might want to consider if, if you're having an issue. And so when we talk about, you know, we're talking about these things here, how to really go forward, get some rest. Uh, you know, give up the blame game, find out why it happened, and then build a firewall. Uh, where that, that's in some ways, it's not really a firewall, but it will certainly give you some accountability, which I think can be helpful at times. Yeah. So, absolutely. All right. So, moving on here, as we talk about pushing through failure, what, what you had a good good title for this. What was your title again? <laughs> I, I called it "Fighting Back from Failure," but you called it something else. Oh, I'm learning from your mistakes. I can't remember what to, I said. Let's we'll go back and listen the to the podcast. Uh, but so, as we move forward here with this thing, because this is an issue we all deal with it. You know, just having to go forward in life and, and go past our mistakes. So, the fifth one and the final one is keep moving forward. Keep moving forward. Uh, it, when you're going through a rough time, it's very easy sometimes to just give up. Uh, I think it was Winston Churchill who said, if you're going through hell right now, keep moving. <laughs> and, and it's really true. I mean, if you're having a difficult time right now, uh, especially if you've made some mistakes, it's a dark time in your life right now. Uh, it, you, you really sometimes just need to push through as best you can. Right. Uh, there is a thing we believe very strongly in grace, in God's grace, and and so there is a grace I think that that's a, that's accessible for us. Uh, you know, people we need grace from each other. We need grace from God, and uh, you know, sometimes surviving failure it does take a lot of prayer. It takes a lot of mental discipline. It and, does take time. And this, I mean, going along with the idea of the accountability partner, having some you know close friends that are going to encourage you and you know get you moving uh once you've had your you know initial rest and break and it's time to get back in there uh having having some friends around you to encourage you and keep you make sure that you keep moving and you don't wallow in your uh in the failure um is an important thing 
Absolutely. And, uh, again, there, there's, there's grace available. I, I think sometimes it's easy to, if you're getting down, if you've made a mistake, a major mistake, especially a major mistake, a major failure, it's easy to get down on yourself, to get depressed. And uh, we understand that. I, I've certainly, uh, I've had to deal with depression in the past and I understand sometimes you just feel like you can't keep moving. And so having some friends helps, but also again, keep in mind, uh, at least from my theological viewpoint, God's grace is bigger than your failure. God's grace is can can help you go through and push through and, and help you. Now it may mean you may you may need to make some changes. Uh, it might mean a new career maybe, might mean a new role in your church, uh, depending on what you do there as a volunteer or a member. Uh, if you're a pastor, it, it could mean a new church down the road a ways. Uh, you know, I don't know. It, it, it's all depends, but uh, no matter what happens, healthy, healthy recovery uh, many times means uh, a change. Right. Well, it certainly means a new future. And so fa- failure does hurt. I mean, we're not minimizing that at all here today. And the truth is, though, that as you said at the very beginning of, of this podcast, uh, you know, failure happens. And if you haven't had a failure yet, chances are you're going to have one to some degree. You know, it may not be major, it may be small, but but it's just part of life. We're humans, right. we make mistakes. So turn them into a learning opportunity. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's just, as you mentioned, it's part of life. Uh, you know, learn from it, take, you know, take the good from it and move forward a much better person and leader yeah. in your ministry. Absolutely. And, and that's the good thing about what we do and what we believe. And I think most of our people listening probably believe the same thing that we have. We serve a God of forgiveness, a God of grace. And so, uh, that grace and that forgiveness is, is available. And you know, if we can help you with this issue, uh, we're, we're pretty seasoned with some of this stuff. Uh, we certainly know some people that could help you as well. Uh, please don't hesitate to send us an email. Uh, you can just send it to support at streamingchurch.tv. And uh, we'll we will contact you and help you if we can, any way we can support at streamingchurch.tv. And because uh, we, you know, we're all about, you know, this this company, JSL Solutions, you know, we're, we're a tech related company, but we're all about helping to see churches and pastors and ministry people succeed. We want you to go forward in life. Right, exactly. And it, it's, a, you know, I was thinking about this the other day. It's a tough, doing ministry stuff is a tough job. Uh, a lot of people think, oh, you only work one or two days a week, you know, if you're a pastor. And, and the truth is, if you really, if you really care about what you do as a pastor, it's a tough deal because you're involved in it. You're 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 sold out. You're you know you're you're passionate about your church, about your ministry. Uh, even if you're not a full time pastor, you know you've probably got some passion for an area of ministry. And it's it's emotionally draining. It can be physically draining, and. Uh, it, it, it just builds up and you talk about spiritual warfare and everything else involved and it can, it can add up. Right. Exactly. A tough deal. So we understand that. So if we can help you in any way, we certainly want to do that. That's, that's our heart here. And, uh, uh, please get a hold of us if, if we can help you. So anything else to add on this I topic? Think, I think we've got it. All right. Well, we'll, uh, we'll continue these, these weekly podcasts and check us out on iTunes. Uh, we've got this thing published everywhere. We're actually on YouTube, the audio portion. Uh, we got a blog, newmediaministries.tv, where we normally will post our little newsletter and we'll have a, a link to this audio. We're also on iTunes. And iTunes, you can what? You can give us a review, right? Exactly. Yeah, give us a rating, give us a review. All right, so it's Church Solutions Podcast on iTunes. We'd love to hear from you on that. And if you have a suggestion for a topic, 
uh, maybe a little more along these lines, or maybe you've got something we haven't covered so far that's tech-related, uh, we'd love to hear from you, and we can certainly bounce some things off. We just had a potential customer today. We were talking with some new ideas and some, some creative things. And so if you've got some thoughts towards tech or ministry stuff in general, we'd love to hear from you. Support at streamingchurch.tv. Well, that about wraps it up for today. Steve, thanks so much for uh, being a part of this. That's great. Enjoy being here. All right. Well, I do too. And thank you folks for listening. And uh, catch us next time for another edition of the Church Solutions Podcast. I'm Phil Thompson. He's Steve Lacey. We will catch you next time. Have a great day. 